Dr. Carl Haas was the popular host of nationally syndicated Adventures in Good Music. You can learn more about this series on our web blog, www.classicalmusic.network. And now, here is another episode of these radio broadcasts. Another in the series of pre-Christmas programs. Each year, during this week leading up to the Christmas holiday, it is a great pleasure for me to assemble various programs as different as possible from one another to give us an idea of the music which is appropriate for this time of year. There's no end to it. And today, let me invite you on a on an imaginary Christmas tour, which will bring you music from some of the world's great churches as well as some of the little ones that are hardly known. A program which I like to call Vaulted Glory. Let's begin with a little town in, actually, Franconia, not far from Bavaria in Germany, a little town by the name of Ebrach. And it was there that a musical tradition developed. In fact, there were organs in the, in the little monastery there for the purpose of playing polyphonic music. And they, this former abbey church still has the two organs, which were then augmented for the purpose of uh, recordings and concerts by two portable organs. So we're going to ha hear music for four organs. The composer, ah, it's a little difficult to explain here. The composer's name, Marion Müller. Müller is easy enough, but Marion would appear to be a, a, ma a woman's name. Born in 1742, talented musician, but in the Benedictine Monastery of Einsiedeln, couldn't have been a woman. Oh, that would have been impossible. So, Marian is a man, obviously. And it was probably while studying in Milan and while active in Bellinzona that he, Mali, uh, Marian Müller, became acquainted with the practice of playing on several organs, which he then continued as priest and later as abbot of his home convent. Convent? Now, <laughs> that's the description. I'll let you decipher that. I won't touch it any further before I get into trouble here. Let's listen <laughs> to a wonderful little piece for four organs known as Per il Santo Natale for the Holy Night. Listen to the festive music from 18th century Franconia. Thank you. 
Did you hear that reverberation? Was it all right? Well, this was a friendly little tune, very pleasantly, if rather simply, harmonized with great economy. 18th century Ebrach music. Ebrach, the little abbey church in Franconia in Germany. Next, let's turn to a historical place in our own country. There is a gentleman by the name of William Selby, who was born in England in 1738, died in Boston in 1798. He wrote a voluntary in D major, and that in itself, of course, is a historical fact. But it is recorded at the Old North Church, or Christ Church, in Boston. Now, that's the church of Paul Revere fame, and the organ derives from the Thomas Johnson instrument of 1759, which was restored by Herman Schlicker. Indeed, a situation which is completely historical and ought to be known. So, William Selby, who was born in England, served for a while in Newport, Rhode Island, as organist, then became organist at King's Chapel, or then Queen's Chapel in Boston, and this was the church where the historic Brattle organ, incidentally, of 1711, first organ, it is said, ever to have been brought to the colonies. Selby's Voluntary. by a, an early composer 
of the colonies, and this from an ancient church in Boston. And this is a program, another in a series of pre-Christmas programs entitled today, Vaulted Glory. So far, smaller churches, but now we move on. Let's move on to Rome this time and to a solemn high mass which was recited, sung in St. Peter's for the feasts of the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul in 1985, a short while ago. It was celebrated by Pope John Paul II, and at the request of Herbert von Karajan, that request was granted, that great conductor came for the occasion with the Vienna Philharmonic and the Vienna Philharmonic Choir and soloists, Kathleen Battle, the American soprano, and in this instance we also hear Gusta Winberg, Scandinavian tenor. This is the Coronation Mass by Mozart, which was performed on that occasion in St. Peter's Basilica in Rome.
magnificent performance under unusual circumstances of two portions of the Coronation Mass by Mozart. In the St. Peter's Basilica of the Vatican, Herbert von Karajan, the Vienna Philharmonic, the Vienna Singing Society, and the soloists, being in this instance Kathleen Battle, Trudelise Schmidt, Gustav Winberg, Ferruccio Furlanetto, and all of this for the purpose of trying to justify the title. Now, this is not necessarily music for Christmas, as everyone knows, but rather it is music of a vaulted place of worship. The music itself, this also should be realized, was written by Mozart in 1779, and it took its name, Coronation, from the annual ceremony occurring on the fifth Sunday after Pentecost, which recalls the original crowning in 751 of the statue of the Virgin in the church of Maria Ampline near Salzburg. And the, re the church resounded with Mozart's coronation mass then as on this occasion that we just heard. Not as a musical adornment of the service, but rather organically integrated into and serving the celebration of the mass itself. And the novelty of this event in 1985 was not a source of distraction from the true essence of the ceremony in St. Peter's, but it was possible for all partaking in the celebration of the Mass to hear in their hearts the echo of the words, This is the Lamb of God. Happy are those who are called to His Supper. This is a program, once again, in the series of pre-Christmas programs entitled Vaulted Glory, music from various places of worship, both large and small. Next, let's go to Holland, beautiful churches in Holland, and the one that I happen to like particularly is in the little town of Zwolle, Z-W-O-L-L-E, that's the eastern part of Holland, and, uh, oh, at last count, it had uh, not too many inhabitants. I would say probably around 80-some uh, thousand. It's really known for its shipbuilding yards. Oh, but there's also a magnificent church known as St. Michael's, and it dates from the 15th century. And from this church, we hear and played on the organ of the great church of St. Michael in Zwolle, we hear a composition by Bach. The builder of that organ, Arp Schnittger, and also Franz Kaspar Schnittger. Now, this was built between 1719 and 1721. Think of it. Not changed. We hear the toccata in D minor, known as the Dorian toccata, by Johann Sebastian Bach, performed by E. Power Biggs, on the organ of the great church of St. Michael in Zwolle in Holland.
I love to hear that last ounce of reverberation as it pours forth from the vaulted nooks and crevices. This was the D minor toccata of Johann Sebastian Bach, known as the Dorian. That's one of the ancient modes. We'll talk about that in, on a future program to explain them all. And performed on the organ in the great church of St. Michael in Zwolle, in Holland. Let's move on to France. Anyone who's ever been in Notre Dame in Paris during a service or during a concert will never, ever forget the sound. In the very early 18th century, he was born in 1694. And it is, in effect, the transcription that we hear of this famous Noel in G major, which, with all its multicolored variations, so delighted the crowds that flocked to hear the organist of Notre Dame. Notre Dame, the organist Pierre Cochereau, the blind organist, only recently passed away, one of the greatest of them all. And it is known in all sorts of quaint, often far from sacred versions. Now the words are retrained and respectful. Anyway, we can safely assume that Dacan would have approved of the dialogue between choir and great organ answering each other from opposite ends of the cathedral. In our minds, let's go to the interior of Notre Dame in Paris.
Isn't that overwhelming, that sound? The famous Noël by Dacan in this arrangement, performed by Pierre Cochereau and the choirs of the Cathedral of Notre-Dame in Paris, known as La Maîtrise de Notre-Dame. In this program, another in the series, leading up to the Christmas holiday. Now, let's turn next to Vienna. And here we have many choices as well. Not St. Stephen's Cathedral this time, but a little church, not so little really. It's known as St. Paul. It's a parish church in Döbling near Vienna. It was consecrated in 1829. And the beauty lies in the simplicity, in the clear proportions of the cross-shaped design when you look at it, the flat dome arching over it. And at that time, there was a tendency toward adapting models from the classical antiquity. Well, on this church, we hear a composition which was specially written for Christmas by a completely forgotten composer by the name of Schiedermeyer, Johann Baptist Schiedermeyer. Came from Bavaria, lived in Linz, and became cathedral organist there. And this is one of six pieces known as Preludes for Christmas Time.
a prelude especially written for Christmas by a an 18th century Austrian composer by the name of Johann Baptist Schiedermeyer. And this was performed on the organ of the parish church of St. Paul in Döbling, near Vienna. Well, there is so much to go and so little time to do it. The riches are endless. I hope you're enjoying them. Finally, let me invite you to come with me in spirit to England. Yes, to London and Westminster Abbey. Now, here we find an organ which has served many, many purposes. Musical, political, social, all kinds of them. So many composers have written for it. So many great distinguished organists have played on it. I'm thinking now of one of the composers of France... Louis Vierne, V-I-E-R-N-E, who was one of the most important pupils of Vidor, succeeded him as organist of Saint-Sulpice in 1900, became organist in Notre Dame as well. And he published quite a few compositions of fantasies, and the character piece that I have in mind now is known as Carillon de Westminster, a carillon of Westminster, and it comes from the third of a suite, of a set of suites of that kind. It's dedicated to the manufacturer of the chimes of Big Ben, and sound a few yards away from Westminster, you will hear, certainly, Simon Preston, the great organist of the Abbey, and... Vian uses the quarter-hour chimes in a different order, presumably to give a better musical line. From a quiet, hazy beginning, their sound grows to a triumphant pealing, as you will hear. Westminster Abbey.
based on the famous chimes of Big Ben in London. This is a little fantasy known as the Carillon of Westminster, and it was arranged that way by Louis Vierne, the French composer, and it was performed on the organ of the great Westminster Abbey by Simon Preston, the organist of the Abbey. Now, as I say, there are so many other examples. We could have gone to different countries, but I wanted to bring you to assemble a program of as many different sounds from edifices large and small, which all are valid under the name of vaulted glory, both organ solos and with choir, as you could hear. This is the sound which we don't necessarily hear too often during the year, and that's a shame, because when compositions like this are performed, we don't need to look for very special occasions. But we did this time, because this program is part of a series of my pre-Christmas thoughts for you, musically and otherwise, today entitled Vaulted Glory. 